I'm David Enders, and this is The Take's news update. We are coming to you on Sundays with weekly roundups as Israel's war on Gaza continues. Palestinians fear further Israeli attacks on the city of Rafah as the death toll from Israel's war rose above 28,000 people. Truce negotiations appeared to have hit an impasse. A six-year-old in Gaza was confirmed dead along with those who tried to rescue her. Today is Sunday, February 11th. Around 1.4 million people, more than half of the Gaza Strip, have taken shelter in Rafah, a city on Gaza's border with Egypt. While it has previously struck Rafah, the Israeli military this week signaled its intention to widen its offensive in the area. In the city of Han Yunis, north of Rafah, freelance journalist Akram al-Satari said that people were already on the move once again. They perceive the onset of any ground operation in Rafah as a green light for them to go back and return to their homes in the different parts of the Gaza Strip up to the end of the uh, Gaza central area because they are not allowed to move to Gaza and the south. The Palestinians who believe that Israel is about to start that offensive have been moving from Rafah to Khan Yunis. They have been taking their stuff uh, using their cars or some or renting cars and coming back to Khan Yunis. At least I met around 20, 25 people who were moving and this, who, some of them decided to move uh, today as well and tomorrow. And they said that some significant number of families have already moved back to Khan Yunis from Rafah. On Wednesday, U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken met with Israeli leaders in Tel Aviv shortly before Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu made a statement opposing a proposed ceasefire. The continuation of the military presence is a necessary condition for the release of the hostages. Surrendering to Hamas's delusional demands that we heard now not only won't lead to freeing the captives, it will just invite another massacre. Netanyahu also reiterated his demand to dismantle UNRWA, the United Nations agency that provides services for millions of Palestinians in Palestine and in neighboring countries. Israel has claimed that some UNRWA staff provided support for Hamas, leading some donor countries to freeze funding. The civil administration of Gaza won't be able to be carried out by those who support terror, fund terror, educate their children on terror. This means, too, that we will have to replace UNRWA. I instructed to start this process and I've updated Secretary of State Blinken on the matter. Thomas White, the director of UNRWA Affairs in Gaza, spoke to Al Jazeera on Thursday. Our agency, UNRWA, has taken very decisive action in terms of these allegations. Uh, They're being investigated right now. uh, And we continue to uh, have a dialogue with our funding partners Uh, to give them the confidence uh, that they can restore funding to the agency to avert an absolute crisis here. Mm. You know, we've got 40% of the population who are at risk of famine. Uh, Defunding UNRWA now uh, will precipitate uh, that famine. Officials from Hamas said that they hoped a ceasefire could still be negotiated. Mohammed Nizal, a senior member of Hamas's political bureau, told Al Jazeera on Wednesday that the group would continue to present proposals. We expect a negotiation to start. Once negotiations start, any obstacles can be ironed out on the way to reach a final agreement 
whereby we can dot the I's and cross the T's. On Saturday, mourners held a funeral for six-year-old Hind Rajab, nearly two weeks after she went missing. Hind had been fleeing Gaza City with relatives when their car was struck by Israeli fire. Initially, she was trapped alive in the car. Two medics who attempted to reach her were also killed. This is Palestinian Red Crescent spokeswoman Nebel Farsik. We were not able to get the girl directly because the area had Israeli occupation vehicles in it. The Red Crescent crew went to the location after coordination with the Israeli occupation. Unfortunately, the occupation intentionally targeted the crews of the Red Crescent despite prior coordination. Finally this week, Israeli protesters continued to block aid trucks bound for Gaza. Luis Moreno Ocampo, former International Criminal Court chief prosecutor, told Al Jazeera that blocking aid likely constitutes a war crime. Last month, the International Court of Justice ordered Israel to take steps to protect the rights of Palestinians and to report back later this month on what steps it has taken. Stopping aid could be, in particular, to destroy the civilians is genocide under Article 2C, with inflicting conditions to destroy the community. And that's The Take for Sunday, February 11th. Please join us again tomorrow. This episode was produced and mixed by me, David Enders, in for Malika Bilal. Our sound designer is Alex Roldan. Alexandra Locke is The Take's executive producer and Ney Alvarez is Al Jazeera's head of audio.